is ready for the 2-2 two -two to Woodson, and here it comes, and it is swung out and missed. Welcome back! I really hate these two-week hiatuses, Ed. I, oh, oh. Mike, gotta turn the mic on. <laughs> gotta turn the mic on. <laughs> gotta turn the mic. We're starting off... Starting off good today, All guys. Right. All right. I hate these two-week hiatuses. Is that what you said? Um, yeah. I don't... Stop working so much. I, okay. I'm gonna tell him. Can somebody, call, can, I'm gonna call your boss. Can, can somebody pay me to not work? Tell me I need you. Oh, don't call my boss, please. <laughs> please don't call my boss. You have gonna have you had a good two weeks? Um Yeah, sure. Alright. I, I mean, mean not much has really happened. Okay. I mean we finished the basement finally. Finally? I know. It looks good. It's okay. The sounds it sounds better down it here. It does sound different yeah. because we have carpet. There is that. There's carpet. Um it's getting kind of late already uh, because we have been busy already tonight bringing you um, what we're hoping is the first part of a mini-series. But before we get into too much of that, we'll pump the brakes a little bit. But we will give you a little teaser. This weekend, we should be dropping the edited interview with none other than the University of Cincinnati's Melvin Levitt. So that, that was, was fun. It was an awesome interview. And excited to see what you guys think about that. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. So, um, as we're talking about Melvin Levitt, though, before we get into UC basketball, just want to let everybody know you can check us out on Facebook, pardon the punctuation. <laughs> check sure. us out on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. Check us out on Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Um, our phone number, you can always call in, leave us a voicemail um, with any questions, comments, feedback, hot takes that you might have. Number is 513-818-2077. That's actually how we became friends with Melvin Levitt in the first place. Um, he called in randomly. Um, and you can check us out on YouTube where we do broadcast. Uh, we put all of our broadcasts in case you want to listen there. Um, also, Nobody's listening on there, by the way. That's fine. Okay. Um, just wanted to offer it as another event. Yeah, but if you want to, outlet, go for it. It's, it's going to be there. It's, it, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't. I don't have to do anything. Check out our website, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. Um, I have some different ideas that I might be working on for blogs, but as always, if there's anything that you want to write about, whether it be Red Spring Training, once the Reds start up, and you want to talk a, a weekly blog on the Reds, um, the Bengals, I mean, now's a good time to kind of transition into what the hell we should do with free agency or the draft or any of that. If that's something you're wanting to do, we'll take that as well. Uh, we're basically just looking for somebody to put their words on paper and uh, put it out there. So if there's anything that you're wanting to write about, we'll be more than happy to be your muse. Uh, but you can send us your submissions to pardonthepunctuation at gmail.com. I think that's everything. Oh, good job. And hey, don't forget to hit the uh, smash that subscribe button. Yep. Um, and tell your friends. Well, Dan Levitard says that if you hit subscribe, leave a comment, hit unsubscribe, resubscribe, leave another comment, that that works actually better than anything. Hey, do that. All right. So, without further ado, let's get into UC basketball. So, 0.5 to go. UConn is tied it at 67. Bearcats can take the final shot. Parker will inbound to Kilpatrick. Eight seconds to go. SK dribbles into the front court. Kilpatrick pulls up from three. His shot. Good! 2.5 to go. Kilpatrick buries. 4.3. That's all I got. So we're still working on an intro for that. Obviously, that one's a little dated as we're talking about SK. But SK's like today's Jaron Cumberland. Okay. Oh, let's no, <laughs> no, no. We're not getting that discussion, folks. All right, we're not getting into that discussion. We're that's moving on past Twitter. that because that that's, was a huge, that was a huge Twitter debate that's on this the week. Twitter. Uh, since our last, our last show, UC is now twenty-one and four um, overall. They're ten and two in conference, which is one and a half games back on Houston, who is sitting at number nine. We did lose to Houston, sixty-five fifty-eight. Um, some highlights or lowlights from that game. Uh, we did hold Corey Davis Jr. to just 16 points. He ended up 50% from the field. That's kind of a big deal. Um, although we were out-rebounded, 42-36. to 36. Um, 
we were only 6 of 11 on free throws. And as Justin Williams pointed out several different – I think he did it on both Twitter and in his athletic article. Uh, we missed the two of the front ends of a one-and-one. One. And then we, we also didn't score in the final six minutes of the game. Um, when you don't score in the final six minutes of the game, you don't win a game. You don't win. I mean, we saw that firsthand last year in the tournament uh, against – Nevada. Stop. Don't. Did you see what Channel 9 did to Mo? Nope. He was on there doing like a broadcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. They play the Knicks getting beat by the Bulls. Because, <laughs> you know, he's a huge. Yeah, he's a huge Knicks fan. They, he plays the 49ers beating the Bengals. Um, when, it was like a, and it was like a conference. It was a bad one. And then they go and show. The Nevada. like in the Super Bowl when the 49ers yeah, beat yeah, the Bengals, exactly. yeah, that was a thing. And then and then the Nev- and then they show the Nevada game, and he said Man. he was going to puke all over the desk. And yeah, I feel that, I feel bad for my boy Bo. It's terrible, Mo. Um, Mo. TV Teddy and his crew were were at that game, and uh, if you don't know TV Teddy, he has quite a reputation of missing some calls, and this game would be no exception as his crew did miss some crucial calls that actually resulted in points in the second half. Um, even so much so that UC sent eight calls to be reviewed to the AAC, and they admitted missing all of them and even issued an apology, all according to Chad Brendel of the Bearcat Journal. Did you watch that game, Eb? I did. What did you think? Uh, it wasn't good. Well, like uh, you said, if you're not going to score in the last six minutes of a game, you're not going to win a game. Exactly. And we had the refs against us, and I know I complained about that the whole time on Twitter, but let's be honest. like You should not let the refs be the reason why you lose a game. You also can't jump up and down with the ball well, there and was not that. shoot the ball. You can't pass it to yourself. The ball, and then... These are all things that I learned in grade points. school. These are all things I learned. You can't self-pass and then score points. I mean, some of the calls were egregious. It was... Ugh. I don't know. These are all things that I learned in high school. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, learned these in grade school, I should say. I don't like to complain about refs, but Jesus Christ. These refs in the American are terrible. They're not good. Um, so then we actually came back home, and we won Sunday against what is now the 12-12 and Wichita State Shockers. Um, we beat them 72-62 in front of standing room only crowd. Also there in attendance, amongst myself, I got to hang out with Melvin Levitt most of the first half. That was way cool. Um, Jacob Evans, third, and Troy Calpain were both in attendance, sitting in Oscar Robertson's seats. Also reported at the game were Tyler Johnson, uh, brother of Logan Johnson. Yes, who, he was there. I saw pictures. Um, plays now for the Suns, I believe. He was traded for the Miami Heat. And uh, Corey Blunt was also in attendance. You said you saw him behind the broadcasters, right? Yes. Yeah. He's usually there. Um, Jaron Cumberland had 27 points. Keith Williams had 15 points. Kane Broom had 12 off the bench. This UC team actually shot 22 of 28% from free throw. Uh, Jaron had it. He matched his career high with six threes. Uh, they held Wichita State to 26.8 field goal percentage, 25.7% free throw percentage, even while only shooting 34.5% themselves from the field. Um, big news was that they held Marcus McDuffie, who he's the second leading scorer in the AAC at 18.9 points per game. Jaron averages 19.0 points per game. He's number one. Uh, but they held Marcus McDuffie to... 4 of 15 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. He only had 13 points. It was a good game. The Keith William it dunk was, was phenomenal. If you haven't gotten to see that, um, you should probably Google Keith Williams dunk from uh, the Wichita State game. I don't think you even need to do that. I think you just need to go online and there's going to be... Just as soon as you open Google, it's on their homepage. I think that's how it works right. with Google. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Um... um other news, though, this week, Jaron Cumberland has been named to the midseason Naismith Trophy list, along with 29 other players. But that's a big deal, right? To have that's one of the top deal. 30 players recognized by the NCAA. That's a huge deal, and he keeps getting recognized every week. Which Yet is no one's talking about him being drafted. Because he's he's not ready, dude. I'm top, just going to say it. He's not ready. Top, I mean, top 30 in all of basketball. He's a great player. 
Um, yeah. I really enjoy him as a player. I don't want to lose him either, Ed. I just don't think he's ready to go. Do I think he's he could be in the NBA? Yes. Yes. Do I think he's ready to go this year? No. You could make the same argument for uh, Jacob Evans bouncing back and forth between the G League. I don't know that I could have done that, though, with Jacob Evans. Yeah. It's a possibility. You're right. I mean, I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I, just... I would take junior year Jaron Cumberland over junior year Jacob Evans every day. Okay. Real talk. That's fair. I mean... That's what you got to do. I mean, everybody's comparing him to SK, not Jacob Evans. Just saying. No, I get you're saying. It, it's, there's a huge debate on Facebook right now about the SK and Jaren. I, I, Jaren's, Jaren's better than SK. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. It comes from the truth. Well, I'm not disagreeing. But uh, Jaren has four AAC Player of the Weeks. He has three honor rolls. Um, UC's currently 26 in the AP as of Monday. They're 25 in the coaches poll. So they did creep back in for the most part. Um, you can make the argument that they should be in on the AP as well, but I still don't understand why we have two different polls. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but UCF, who is sitting at 19-5, and 9-3 and three in conference, they're coming to Cincinnati for the first matchup of the season Thursday at 7 on ESPN2. They're also bringing Taco Fall, who stands at 7'6", 310 pounds, leads the nation in field goal percentage at 76% on 10.6 points per game. And listen to these stats, Ed, because I did my homework on this this week. Okay. Um, here are the stats for UCF and UC head-to-head on what I found, because it looks almost identical to me. UCF, 73.6 points per game. UC, 74. UCF, 64.9 points against. UC, 61.8. UCF, 46.8% from field goal. UC, 44.6. UCF, 36.9 rebounds. UC, 35.9. UCF, 13.5 assists. UC, 14.2. UCF, 4.8 blocks. UC, 4.7. UCF, 6.2 steals. UC, 6.8. I think it's going to be a great game. Oh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a real good game. I'm excited for it. Um, I might bust out the new uh, uh, throwback Jordan brand jersey that I just bought this weekend. Um, hey! So, it's going to be a great game. Is it? Is it a blackout or a whiteout or I don't know a redout? Or... I don't know that they've announced any of okay, that. Okay, all right. I'll have to do my, uh, my research on you that. better do your research on that one. Anyway, um, that's I think that's all I got on UC this week, though. Unless you got anything else? Uh, no. I mean, let's just have some friendly debates on the Twitter about all the greatness that is of UC. I'm just excited for it. Yeah, there's no real reason for people to be getting up in arms and getting shitty with each other. Um, I don't think anybody was getting shitty with anybody. Uh, there was a little, there was a little shade thrown. There some, oh, there was that one guy who said that uh, SK should have a statue. No, <laughs> I'm okay with retiring some retiring more. Retiring his jersey is one thing. Statue. No eh. one else other than Oscar is getting a statue. Give me a chip. I'll give you a statue. You could make an argument for Kenyon Martin. You could. But I would need him to come back and do something else. He would have had a championship that year. Unfortunately, no, that's, that's a true unfortunately, statement. Just that's a true statement. Life took a different turn. We learned that. In any case, that's twice we've had to visit that story tonight. I don't want to visit that story anymore. Matter of fact, you know what? Let's give me not, some Jeff Birding. Let's yeah, exactly. Give me some Jeff. Come Birding. back! Come back! We got more winning to do. Cincinnati is big enough for soccer. believe in all of those and also uh, i have a lot of bums i was driving down the highway today and there was a dude that had 
a license plate. It was an Ohio license plate, and it said Sounders FC. Get out of here with that wax stuff. You're driving right past FC's training facility. <laughs> Get out of here. And they're training there now? That's funny. Sounders so, FC. I don't even know where they are. Let's talk about FC Cincinnati. Oh, this so, since our last podcast, FC Cincinnati released their official MLS kits. Both their primary and their secondary. Can I ask you how that works? How you mean? So they said that the jerseys are... That the players will be wearing are authentic jerseys. No, replica. Replica. Um, so that's some of the things that I want to get here. Well, let's get to it now. How does that work? How can Adidas not... They, uh, the, Let me get through these Make points. them in a week. Let me make these... Four, My wife has a cricket I'm, machine. I'm going to give you four points. Cricket and machine and a t-shirt then press we can talk so about, I'll make them for them. We can talk about the kits here in a moment. Iron-ons? It was met with mixed reactions. That's number one. Oh, mixed reactions. Number two, the primary looks great, but it's the exact same layout as the hashtag United kits for oh, a team out of Tottenham, London, England... And the design that we have as our primary can also be designed right from Adidas's Design a Kit page. Are you Number serious? three. Yeah. Number three. I found all this out on Twitter. I'm this is why people were pissed. Number three. The secondary whites, again, look good, but they're accused of being boring and just slapping the emblem on the chest. Number four. Adidas claims that they didn't have enough time for a full design and to expect... Two more new jerseys for 2020. Um, here's my reaction. You're effing Adidas. Hey, Adidas, I designed and created four new e-learning trainings last week. And that was just in one week. When I was... And a, implemented it. When I was a child, I would just draw cartoons with new different jerseys for the NBA. Because I loved the NBA and I wanted to be a graphic designer. If I freaking wanted to, I could just pull up NBA Live right now and design three outfits while we're doing this podcast. You're Adidas. How the hell do you not have enough time to design? We need to switch to Puma. Unreal. This literally blows my mind. We need to switch to Puma. But the fact that you can design the same kit and get, to your point, replica jerseys. Just designing it on Adidas' homepage. <laughs> How much effort did they put in? And they said this was the second draft. The first draft they we didn't like. We should have expected like. this. We should have expected this. Adidas designed UC jerseys that were orange. <laughs> Do you remember these? They yeah, were orange. The, the, they were like, you guys are getting rid of us. You're going to Under Armour. Here is not red. We should have known this was happening. Somebody call Jay Z. We're going to Puma next year. Anyway, well, you, you can't because the whole no, I can entire, do I want. the whole entire league has a contract with Adidas, who needs longer than a couple of months to put together a kit. I could do it in a couple of hours. Hey, Jeff Bearding will get on that. Don't worry Good about it. God. We will have Puma next year. You can't claim to be the best at anything and not be able to do something in a couple of months. The USL was better. Unreal. I won't say that. I'm not going to say that either. That's also, an- sh- I don't know if you have in your notes, but if you do, then I'm sorry. Shout out to uh, uh, Lindsay. She She's officially the announcer for FC Cincinnati for the MLS. The announcer? Or, or the, the sideline reporter. The sideline. Yeah, yeah, she's still going to be thing. in the same place talking to Coach Koch during Shout the game. Shout out to all of those guys. Oh, uh, Gar- uh, I can't pronounce his last name. But you know, all those guys. Shout out to him. Yeah. So... We had a couple of games in the preseason. We did tie Wayne Rooney's DC United. You might remember him coming over last year, I think it was. I think it was his first season last year over on this side of the pond. Um, what? Talio. Yeah. Um, so we, we did tie them, uh, a draw as it's called. Um, Nazmi Albadawi had the lone goal in the Badawi. 81st minute. As he was assisted by Corbin Bone to Emmanuel Ledesma, who then assisted Nosby. Uh, we did start working in super draft picks, which includes both Logan Gadula, who was the number 13 overall super draft pick, Gidula. and Frankie Amaya. I'm sure I'm butchering all of these names. Amaya. Uh, who was number one overall. Um, the goal was scored against our goalkeeper, TT Titan. TT. 
who I guess it looked to be a miscommunication between Titan and Nick Hagland. Um, this match actually was the last match of our preseason portion in Bradenton, Florida at IMG Academy, um, where we were 1-0-2. So then we took on Indy 11, who still is in the USL. Uh, we lost to them, actually, on Tuesday, That's okay. February 12th, 3-2. to So that was our first loss of the preseason. Um, we didn't actually travel everybody to that game in Indy. Um, Kendall Watson didn't make the trip. Logan Gadula, as we already mentioned his name um, in the previous game, uh, he didn't make the trip. Emery Welshman didn't make the trip. And others. Um but Nick Hagland did score in the 11th minute on an assist by Forrest Lasso. Darren Maddox scored the second goal. Um, and that's actually, uh, that was the most goals in a game uh, this preseason. So that was that was the one plus that Coach Koch uh, did mention after the game. Um, but he did say he was disappointed, feeling that... Uh, we actually gave Indy most of their opportunities, but again, he was happy with the goals and also felt that there could have been more. Um, for whatever it's worth, Indy 11... Another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. Thanks, DJ Khaled. Could have been all of those. Um, <laughs> so, uh, for whatever it's worth, Indy 11 did make the USL Championship last season, so they were they made it farther than we did in the tournament. Okay. Anyway... Um, Saturday actually began the Carolina Challenge Cup at the MUSC Health Stadium in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, where we beat the Charleston Battery 2-1. to one. Um, Fernando Adi. Fernando. Fernando. Adi. There's no R oh. um, in, in Fernando. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is correct. Um, he scored in the second minute off a rebound of his own shot. Um, and he actually short, should have scored a penalty kick. Um, a ref after the game, or maybe it was during the game. I don't recall as I was reading. Um, but a ref made what he, he admitted to Fernando Adi, per his own words, um, that he made a bad call and he should have actually given that penalty kick to Adi. Instead, he gave the penalty kick to Darren Maddox as Adi was actually pulled to the ground. Um, he still doesn't know why he didn't get that penalty kick. But Maddox scored the second goal in the 57th minute. Um, as I was reading up on this game, a lot of people think that Adi actually could have had three or four goals. Uh, scoring coming from all over at this point in the preseason, um, including defense. And Adi's actually under a ton of scrutiny with both the team and the fans because he is wearing the captain's armband. And obviously last year he was like a huge splash trade signing. Um, and it's, it's good to see him scoring some goals and, and actually leading the team. Um, That's what we need. We did play the Chicago Fire tonight at 7.30. I don't know if you can find a score for me while I'm I going over this. I could probably look that up. Hold on a second. Um, FCC. But... There is on Saturday a Hell is Real Derby, as we do have our first matchup of the preseason, anyway, um, of the year against the Columbus Crew. And you can actually check out that game on the Charleston Batteries website, as they apparently stream all of the tournament games online on their website. Any luck over there? How is it this hard? <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, stop. Did <laughs> <laughs> you really? I'm a giant child. <laughs> DJ! What? <laughs> That's not the one. I can't. I typed in FC Cincinnati score and nothing's popping up here. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. Type FC Cincinnati Chicago Fire. Do it on okay, well, I'll try it on my here. Hold on a second here. Um, FC Cincinnati, Chicago Fire, highlights, six, dude, nothing's coming up. You're the worst. It's showing previous matches and upcoming matches. Just found it, 0-0. Zero, zero. Oh, no! 
I lied. That was actually uh, June twenty eighth score. See of two thousand seventeen. See, I told you <laughs> it's not that easy. It isn't actually. Uh, one one. Is that the real score? Yeah, that was three hours ago. Are you sure? One hour ago, according to Patrick Brennan, it was a draw. Ugly, awkward, and potentially worrisome. Uh oh, why worrisome? Does I he don't say? know. I'm not going to read the whole article here. On oh, you're not going to read the whole thing? No, nobody wants that. Oh. Um. So it was a draw. It looks like uh, Roland Lama scored the goal in the 84th minute for FC after Chicago scored in the 53rd minute. So, ding, ding, ding. We got a draw. To draw. All right. It's a draw. So, that's all I got on FC unless you want to rant about the, uh, the kits again. I, I I said my I said my piece. I still think they look good. Don't get me wrong. I still think they look good. I just don't understand. I got a cricket machine upstairs, and a heat press. I can create, but it's fine. You know what? I. That's I okay. What I don't understand. I know my is, truth. What I don't understand I know my truth. is why they a are a template, a basic template that you can put together on Adidas's website. B why this team in England called hashtag United. Has the same exact layout, just different colors. Look, I don't I'm, understand any of those things. Don't don't try and sell me on this new fire, if it's recycled fire. I'm I'm not trying to get upset about this. You know, what I, I mean? everything's going to be fine, guys. Everything's going to be fine. Thanks, Yasiel. It's going to be fine. It's Let's talk about fun. the Reds. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. By the David Bell, we love it. I don't we, think we're we were use both literally just rocking out. Anyway, I don't think we're going to use any other intro this year for the Reds. Um, pitchers and catchers reported last week. Players reported last week. This week, um, how excited are you about this team right now, um, dude? I'm pretty excited. Every day I get a little more excited. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's it's baseball and it's back and it might actually be a good year for us this year. It's not going to be over come June first. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> going to be awesome, um, and it's just going to be great. So some news I want to get you guys caught up on. Uh, Rob Manfred, who if you don't recognize that name, he is baseball's commissioner, has been officially announced as the Grand Marshal in the 100th annual Finley Market. Opening day parade. How about that? That was fun. Um, That's good. Rob Manfred felt it was very important to be here after uh, Bob Castellini reached out. um, Basically because the Reds are celebrating 150 years this year. That's a big deal. That was a huge celebration. 150. So for those of you who don't know, the Reds are the oldest baseball team ever. If you're listening to this podcast, you better know that. Um, but yeah, so last year, who was the Grand Marshal? Do you remember? Um, was it Morgan? No. I think it was Joe Morgan. Was it? I think. I feel like Eric Davis has been recently, Jeff Brantley maybe recently. Uh, I may be making all of these things up. Um, but in any case, it's pretty cool to have the commissioner of all of baseball be here for opening day, considering... A, I can't remember the last time any commissioner was here for opening day. Um, but B, to be actually... Oh, shoot. I was completely wrong. Taking part in the parade. It was uh, Tanny Graves and Sam LaCure. Yeah, that's a whole different level. That's a different level. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Who? I thought it was Joe Morgan. Mm. Um. Also, huh. we're going to have 15 different retro jerseys this season. I don't know if we've talked about that yet or not. I think we talked about it a little bit. I think we um, touched on it, but 
I'm kind of excited about that, but then like my pocketbook's not excited about that because <laughs> there's gonna be plenty of hats to buy. There's lots of hats, um, and then like to carry a pocketbook. The different my wallet, <laughs> it's Coach. Um, you have a Coach wallet. I know, but it, you know how I collect memorabilia, so yeah. it's there's gonna be like one-offs of everything, and it's gonna be it's. It'll be what it is. It's going to be expensive. Expensive. That's what they're going to call that. Um, This week, David Bell did announce that he has his rotation. He just doesn't know the order. It's better than last year. Um, We have Anthony DiSclefani. We have Luis Castillo. We have the newly acquired Sonny Gray. The newly acquired Tanner Roark. And the newly acquired Alex Wood. Um, Sonny Gray is starting on our very f- in the very first uh, preseason game on Saturday. If that's any indication of who might be on the hill opening day. That's... You think it's going to be Sonny Gray? Uh, I think it's going to be Sonny Gray. Probably, yes. Unless somebody like miraculously comes out, I was gonna say unless yeah. he shits the bed yeah, in well, all of preseason, takes a home run. But <laughs> um, you hear about this unofficial home run derby? What? You didn't hear anything about this? No. What? Okay. So there was an unofficial home run derby um, two days ago, I think it was, uh, between Matt Kemp, Yasiel Puig, Scott Shebler, and Jesse Winker. Who won? Who do you think? Yasio. Guess again. Scott Shedler? Guess again. Alex Wood? He's a pitcher. Wasn't mentioned. Possibility. Jesse Winker or Matt Kemp? Matt Kemp. Nope. Jesse, dang. So, (laughs) the last pitch comes in. Jesse Winker hits a home run to win. And he does apparently this huge bat flip. And pretends oh, no. to pretends to trap the bases, don't do that. and uh, Yasiel Puig oh, was Yasiel so upset. He was like, oh, "Come on!" <laughs> he was just like, "I can't win them all, you know. Sometimes <laughs> my other teammates have to win." Um, but I can't. I literally can't get enough Yasiel Puig stories, right? Yasiel. Every day there's a new there's a new Yasiel there's a new Puig snap. Story. There's a new Instagram post. It's, there's this is the most exciting time. They do you did think, professional photos yesterday, and he's licking a bat. Do you think he's a better, like a better addition for the team as far as stories go, as far as good feel, like feel good, fun to be around guy than Brandon Phillips? Yes, I was just about to say he's our new Brandon Phillips, basically. But I think he's better than Brandon Phillips, at least right now. And maybe because it's new and fun, you know, you open a new toy and you're right. like, oh my god, I got this new game, I'm gonna go play. I got Yashio Puig! I'm gonna go play! He's my friend! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as soon as you get NBA 2K, you're like, ah, I'm gonna play this for like two months! And then you're like, oh, I can't wait for the rosters to be updated tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of playing with this. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. So, I don't know. Um, but Puig is... Taking every opportunity to coach up the younger guys, um, he's been seen having elongated conversations uh, in the field while just fielding and like teaching other guys how to like basically field better, throw back into the field better, like back into the infield better. Um, with Taylor Trammell and T.J. Friedel, who are both you know up and coming guys who haven't quite made it to the bigs yet and neither of them can believe they're even having these conversations with Puig um Puig also came out this week and said he wants to resign here and all Cincinnati has to do is say pay- what yeah all Cincinnati has to do is pay him what he wants to be paid oh yeah I did read and that okay they can set the years he just he, he wants, just wants the he, 300 million no he just wants to be here because he says that this is where it got kind of weird, and I hope it's just because there is a language barrier a little bit. <laughs> but he says he's he's going to play harder this year because it's a contract year. That's the part I don't like. You should be always playing right. hard, Yasiel. Um, but also because Cincinnati has already made him feel so at home that he just wants to play harder. He said he feels like he's been here for three years already, the way that... Other people are looking He's at him. He's been here for three weeks. Yeah, I know. 
and it's been exciting. Um, it has been exciting three weeks. As we're talking about players who want to resign, Scooter Jeanette is reportedly... Stop. We're not talking about him. He's, quote, miffed. The Reds haven't talked about an extension with him, end quote, per the Cincinnati Enquirer. What's your take on Scooter Jeanette and this whole... Why are you bullying me? Whoa, 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 whoa. turn that off, man, it turn that off, yeah, that's, that's gone, man, that's gone, it's still going, it's gone, no, man, (laughs) I thought I found a perfect button, nope, nope, why does he have to do that, though, why, we're, we're in a, like, we have this, we're in this, this high, right, Mm -hmm. we're like, all right, this could be awesome, Mm -hmm. and then he has to go throw that out there, throwing some shade at the Reds, I don't like it, I don't like it at all. I don't know why you got to go public about it. Exactly. If you're having issues, then take it up with management, with your coach, with somebody, with your agent. I don't need to hear about it. Nope. I don't need to hear about it either. But I will say, when I read the actual article, I feel like the headline was kind of clickbait because he never... I, I mean, maybe he said it with a different tone than how I read it. But it didn't seem to me like he was actually miffed. I don't know. He just said he hadn't heard anything back when he keeps letting management know that he wants to resign. All right, cool. You got a 28-year-old second baseman. You got a second baseman who potentially could be our center fielder with a center fielder who's our number two guy in our farm system waiting there in Taylor Trammell. And Nick Senzel is out there now. You know what I mean? We have people to shore up that second base position. I don't know that you necessarily want to spend that money on Scooter Jeanette. No, I don't think you do. I mean, he has somebody on the radio today said, I think it was on the radio, maybe it was Twitter, said that he has to understand that basically he's training somebody else for his position right now. He honestly, in my opinion, he's done some big things here over the last couple of years, and I very much appreciate it. He's been a fan favorite, and so true. it's not like you can say that the fans have slighted him at all. That's true. But he's kind of on extended time. There were people calling for him to be traded last, last year. Last year, yeah. So you, you're on borrowed time right now with the Reds. Um, Enjoy it. I don't know. I mean, I just don't think it's it's not a good time to be miffed, especially when you're still signing people. So this week we also signed Derek Dietrich. 29 years old, so that's a year older than Scooter Jeanette. Um, But he did sign with the Reds to a minor league deal, played the last six seasons for Miami, hitting 265 with 16 home runs in 149 games this year. But he can play multiple infield and outfield positions. He's basically a utility guy, much like the guy that we got off of the Rule 5 um, draft. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, uh, his actual last name is Guy, um, and he plays uh, like left field, right field, third base, shortstop, second base, and catcher. I don't know that you can be any more utility than that. But No, I don't think you can. Um, but he has to stay on the major league roster, or they have to give him back to the team they claimed him from. I don't remember. I wish I remembered that guy's first name. It's literally Guy. Um... But games start on Saturday, February 23rd. Um, Our first game is against the Cleveland Indians, and that's going to be followed by... And these are like one-game series. They're not... You can't even call that a series. These are literally just one game against uh, in the preseason. Um, So the Cleveland Indians game is followed by one against the LA Angels, then the Seattle Mariners, the San Francisco Giants. Are they going to have Bryce Harper by then? Who knows? And then the Chicago White Sox. So... Anything else you got on preseason Reds? No, just scooters and that. Don't, don't kill my vibe. Beach don't kill my vibe. I mean, I was gonna try that, but I didn't want to try that. I said beach, you know, don't with sand. Beach don't kill my vibe. Let's go to the Bengals. Who can't lose? Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's hear it, gentlemen. Clear eyes, full hearts. Let's go play some football. Let's go. There's not a single person in this room that's ever going to be the same. Clear eyes, full hearts. Takes forever, Ed. Yeah, we'll deal with that later. 
Texas forever, <laughs> So since our last podcast, <laughs> here is what's happened since our last podcast. Absolutely nothing. We don't have a defensive oh, coordinator. The, plenty of things have happened. Carlos Dunlap's calling people out hold, on Twitter. Hold up. We did hire somebody. We hired, oh, that we hired high school coach. We hired, we hired Joey Joey Bose. Bose. Was that his name? B O E S E. Bose. Bose. From the University of Illinois. He's going to be our new strength and conditioning coach, that's replacing Chip about. Morton. Well, that's good because we had a lot of injuries last year. That's true. Um, he did work with Zach Taylor at Texas A&M under uh, Mike Sherman, who is, in case you forgot, Zach Taylor's father-in-law. He also added Doug Rossfeld, who used to be the head coach at Moeller High School and is now going to be the director of coaching operations. A lot of people are up in arms about this hire because they're like, Ugh, what are you doing, Zach Taylor? You're hiring a high school coach. Uh, before he was Moeller's high school coach, he did work with Zach Taylor at UC. Moving on. Um, we also hired Jamal Singleton from the Raiders to coach our running backs. He has previously worked with the Colts, the University of Arkansas, Oklahoma State, and Air Force. Um, we also interviewed Florida Gators defensive coordinator Todd Grantham. No. Formerly of the Cleveland Browns, Cowboys, Texans, and Colts. He was interviewed. He turned it into a raise at the University of Florida, where he was already one of the top paid defensive coordinators in, or assistant coaches, I think, in all of football. Um, and he declined. So then we moved on and we kicked the tires on Marquand Manuel. In case you think that you might recognize that name, it's because you actually might, because he was the Falcons defensive coordinator the last two years. He's currently unemployed. Um, but he actually played for the Bengals in 2002, 2003. Um, they, I don't, to my knowledge, they never actually brought him in for an interview. But um, Aubrey Pleasant, they, I, I believe they did. But uh, Zach Taylor used to coach with him. He's currently the Rams quarter, cornerback coach. And that didn't work out. So then they requested to interview the Saints defensive backs coach, Aaron Glenn. They were rejected by the New Orleans Saints because they feel they're too close to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, you might remember how they actually boycotted the Super Bowl because of that call. And yep. Not that we can actually relate to anything like that. No nope. botch calls in the playoffs. Never heard of it. Moving on. Um, then we were rumored to have interest in Mike Elko, who is the current Texas A&M defensive coordinator. Uh, to my knowledge, nothing came of that. We were supposedly interviewing Lou Anarumo, who is the current defensive backs assistant with the New York Giants. And he actually previously served as the interim defensive coordinator when Zach Taylor was the interim offensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins. Back in 2015. Holy shit, that's a mess. It's a lot of stuff you just said. Yeah. The, the, but what it comes down to, we still have a defensive coordinator. It's a clown car of people coming in to interview for the defensive coordinator. Yep. That's the one. What are these other clowns doing here? I don't know. That's all I got. Sorry. Fucking clown. Whoa, 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 what is up with this stuff, man? You need to. Why do we have to hit these buttons? <laughs> Why did, I was looking for this. So I did put it out on Twitter this week. Who's going to be signed first? Bryce Harper or a Bengals defensive coordinator? I believe it finished about 70% Bryce Harper, 30% Bengals coordinator. Did you hear my comment? No. Nah, did you read my comment? I'm sure I did, yeah, actually, yes. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, that's fine. I'm better than Bryce Harper. Speaking of clowns, Mark Walton, our backup running back, was arrested for misdemeanor battery. Uh, I saw that, too. Because he blocked the entrance to his condo's parking garage and then apparently grabbed a cell phone from a woman, there was a scuffle with this couple. 
And he was arrested for Bruh. misdemeanor battery. What was that? Bruh. Bruh. Just all right. Um, and that's all according to the Cincinnati Enquirer. Also, according to Twitter, he was rumored to have been hit with a marijuana possession in January. Are you serious? This guy. I don't think he's going to be a Bengal. He should be gone. Also this week. Do we just let somebody go? Vontez Perfect was rumored to be let go. That guy's a clown. All right. Well. Not Vontez, sorry. The guy who reported it. Yes. And then within the same hour came back and said, nah, bruh. No, man. Duh, that was wrong. But then didn't delete the actual initial uh, first tweet. No, he just kept it up there. He did. You, what you got to do is cover your tracks. You got to delete that thing. So, the period to name franchise tags or transition tags started eh, yesterday. The NFL Combine, the scouting combine, starts in Indianapolis um, in like a week. Uh, I think it's the 28th and runs through March 4th. So, it's like a week-long combine. I feel like it used to just be a weekend. For the um, combine? Yeah, it yeah. used to, I think. Well, now they're running like five days. Apparently. No, don't do it. But that's starting in like a week, and we still don't have a defensive coordinator. We don't need one. Okay. okay. I don't think. I don't, I mean, I'll take the job. You are not going to take the job. No, I will take the job. You are not going to take the job. I will take the job. All right. It'll give me more time to work on the podcast. Well, I really wish you would do that so we would actually have a song free to play as we segue into rounding third. Before we do that, though, again, just want to remind you, check us out on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation. Check us out on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. On Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Give us a call, 513-818-2077. Leave us a message with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Check us out on YouTube. Yes, we're there. Just look for Pardon the Punctuation. Check out our website, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com slash blog. Or you can email us at pardonthepunctuation at gmail.com. This guy thinks I don't have a song. Well, that's a dope beat. I'm pretty sure we don't own the rights to any of that music. It's royalty-free. Is it? Yeah. Nice. You just got to type in royalty-free music. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. Um, are you just going to leave it play in the background? We can let it play. It's only nice. four minutes long. Let's do that. What do you think about Mr. Big Chest? Who? Mr. Big Chest. Who, who are you talking about? Antonio Brown. Only oh, wants this be, guy. Only wants to be known from here to forward as Mr. Big Chest. This guy. <laughs> he could be known as, please come play for my team. Ours? Well, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. No. Would it? No. Yes. You remember that one year we brought Terrell Owens in? Oh, yeah. And then there was that one year we brought in that Mickey Mouse horseshit football player. Was his name Terrell Owens? No. Was that guy from the Steelers. Mm, James Harrison? Yeah. I could beat him in arm wrestling. Okay. Tina knows it. Stop it. Okay, that's fine. It is what it is, but no, he could he he's not even a free agent, but he's out there talking like he's a free agent, which is ridiculous. Correct. So I don't know, he can go away. Is it my turn? It is. What do you think about Papa John switching teams? You mean how he's a UK fan now? What in the world? He went if from being UK, the biggest, drunkest Louisville fan to now being a UK fan. If I'm UK, I'm asking him to kindly step away. Yeah, because I am too. Because I don't want that dude's face, who's very recognizable, to be anywhere near my program. No. It's already embattled. If you want to come to the games, cool, Papa John. Grow out a mustache and a full beard. And don't wear our gear. And don't come back until then. Also, don't sit courtside. Yeah. We don't right want you on bench. camera. Yeah. Yeah. Bad look. He can go bye-bye. Speaking of bad looks. Okay, go for it. I don't even have this as a question, but I'm just reminded. We'll shoot it. What about Rick Pitino at UNLV? So, okay. Because I know you Did have you something see? else on UNLV. Yeah, because how about that, <laughs> that some, idiot? Yeah, some idiot. guy. You're allowed yeah, to say he's an idiot. an idiot. Or at least he exhibits. He says... He says, <laughs> he says uh, he was Mick exhibiting Cronin's characteristics daughter. that were that of an idiot. 
Mick Cronin's daughter is getting ready to graduate, and and so now Mick is re well, ready to go to UNLV. Graduate? She's thirteen years old. What she's getting ready to graduate middle school? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> if she was graduating high school, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yep, that's a bad look. But not now. All right. Real question. Go for it. Do you have any desire to see Hamilton? Because I'm going on Tuesday. I, I don't have any desire to go back to Hamilton. I've been there many times. Not the city. Oh. The musical. Uh, Bruh. Is it about the city? No, it's about oh. Alexander Hamilton. Who? Oh. What kind of him? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't history. know anything about... Yeah, thank you. History. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I don't know anything about this play, Hamilton. So... Soundtrack's dope. Check it out. Oh, maybe we can look it up. Oh, is it my turn? Mm -hmm. What do you think of the Ron Burgundy podcast? I'm Ron Burgundy? It's atrocious. <laughs> it's so bad. I listened to the first episode, and I haven't even deleted the second episode yet, but I haven't listened to it either. And this is coming from somebody who listens to roughly about four to five podcasts a day. Listen to that Joe Budden yet? Nah. Oh, man, come on. I'm listening to too much Levitard. You gotta listen to that Joe Budden. That's fine. You gotta listen to it, man. How do you feel about Drake finally winning a Grammy? And then proceeding to tell everybody about how winning a Grammy doesn't really matter. I was really hoping you'd have the Drake. Oh, I had that somewhere, but I don't have it on me right now. But Drake, Drake, you talking about the guy who did it done and the guy and a bit of a guy? Drake, Drake. I have it somewhere. Anyway, is it my turn? Uh, did you want to answer that? Oh. I, you know how I feel about Drake. I don't really feel about I just Drake. I thought that maybe you got distracted as soon as I said the word Drake. Drake? <laughs> Drake? He, yeah, he won a Grammy finally. He had never won a Grammy before. Drake? I don't know what this is. Me either. We'll hit next button. It's still free, though. Just waiting for the beat to drop. It could drop. It's not the worst. Let it run. Okay. This isn't going to work. You know you're gonna have to cut out the the bar chatter. Yes. All that for that. That was anticlimactic. Anti that was real production that. right there. Yep. That's good stuff. Is it my turn? Every time. Okay. You're the worst. So, how do you feel about people who shop at IKEA? I'm good with me. Oh, you shop at Ikea? It's literally a mile down the road. Are you one of those people, though? How you mean? Are you one of those people who decides it's a really good idea to drive down the road? For you, it might work. But drive down 275 with both back doors of your Camry open so you can get that box home? No, because I don't have to get on... I know, I just said for you it might work, but... I only have to get on... Mulhauser. I'm getting rid of this. And that's it. Did you catch any of All-Star Weekend? I caught a little bit of the game. Um, but no, not much of it. I watched none of it. But I did see Dirk Nowitzki look over at LeBron, who's coming up to high-five him as he's having the most fun ever because he's just hitting threes and just having a good time. LeBron comes over to high-five him while he's high-fiving all these other people. He looks over at LeBron says... Nah, and just walks away. No. Hilarious. Google no. it later. Nah, dude, nah. Google it later. He says, I don't need any of that. Oh, it's my turn Welcome again. Welcome back to the show. I, whatever, dude. Um, um, I only had three questions. <laughs> um, How do you uh, feel about Manny Machado and his new deal? Uh, 10 300 years, million. $300 million. They're going to regret this like we regretted Homer Bailey's contract. I hate the deal, personally. Um, I, that's what I just said. I don't said. think it's going to be good. But I don't think you caught what I just said. House, I, I mean, I literally listened to all of it. I'm agreeing. I don't like his deal either. But I, I like also don't think we regret Joey Votto's contract, especially now that he's actually going to have people around him in the lineup. 
But how soon? I didn't did he... say Joey Votto's contract. I, I said Homer Bailey's. Oh, that wasn't even nearly the same. Yeah. How soon do you think Bryce Harper's going to have a deal? We kind of talked about this, but I don't. I, I don't know. He wants that three hundred million. He was offered. Several teams were offering him over three hundred million, and he still has not taken it. I think all of it has to do with his agent Scott Boras, who came out publicly before free agency began and said that Bryce Harper was going to have the highest paid deal in the history of ever. I don't think that's going to happen now. Agreed. But what's MLB The Show going to do? Because he's still in a gray hoodie on the cover of MLB The Show (laughs) and he's not on a team. Are they waiting to release that? I don't know. It's coming out like next month. But he might actually not be on a team when the game drops. I mean, that's a risk they got to take. Or you sign Jose Altuve. Jose who? Altuve. Oh, okay. For the Astros. All-star the last couple of years. Yeah, I got you. I'm just trying to stretch my back. Or my boy Puig. I'm anyway. Old. No, you don't sign Puig. Puig is my friend. Bum of the week. That, no, that's going to take a second here. Hold on one second. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be. A bum. Well, that hurts, man. Yeah, Drake. (laughs) (laughs) My bum of the week this week is the AAF. Oh. (laughs) Yep, go for it. It, they've been in existence now for two weeks, and they already had to have a two hundred fifty million dollar bailout. Yeah, how does that even happen? Well, what happens is they reach out to a hockey owner. Well, well, you see what what, what, what happened, happened was, was. Is I have a checking and I have a savings, <laughs> and the way my checking account set up and the way my savings account set up, I had to. I had to figure out how I was going to pay these players, so I was like, "Hey, hockey guy, can I borrow two hundred fifty million? What are they going to do next week? Does this cover them for the rest of the season? Does this cover them just for this week?" I'm kind of shocked by it because it seems like attendance levels are pretty high at most teams, except for the Memphis team. They're having a hard time, but it seems like the attendance levels are up, and they're and they're not paying these guys like you they're, know they're paying them. Peanuts. Kaepernick wanted twenty two million, and they're like bye bye, <laughs> but they're paying them like two fifty, yeah. Two fifty for the season. Is it two fifty two hundred fifty thousand? Yeah. So that's like a yeah, that's well, yeah, that's quarter mil. I'd have to work for two years. How many people are on the team? Is it fifty two? Same as I'd have to look for a lot more than two years. Maybe it's less than that. Maybe maybe it's time. coaches are getting two fifty I don't know what it is. I'm just pretending to know. I I did like the product in week one when the the quarterback got murdered and there was no flag. The what? The quarterback got murdered. Right. I think you had a P in there. Did I say quarterback? I think you did. Well, it's a different league. They call it things differently there. <laughs> um, it's just what I heard Marvin say when he was broadcasting. I hope you go back and use that whole clip as part of like what? <laughs> listen to our podcast. The quarterback? Anyway. Did they did he say the quarterback? What's well, a new league? Maybe it's a new league. Um Yeah. It's a travesty. It's an embarrassment, and it's going to make the XFL look that much better than the AAF when the XFL comes out. Because Vince McMahon is not going to have to borrow money from somebody else just to be in existence in its second week of existence. Speaking of which, I think the XFL is supposed to announce some teams this week, or some um, coaches this week, I think. Can't wait. Do you think we could get an XFL team? Like, No. I think we get an AAF team. Maybe the Bengals can go down to the AAF. What if Louisville got one though? I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I wouldn't be upset about it. At you ever all. gone down and party in the Ville? No, I don't, and I don't want to. Four Street Live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been there. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a hop in party place, but I that's I mean that's it. Anyways, is it my turn? Um, with bum of the week. Yeah. Yep. I have a lot of bums. Um, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. So I, I wanted to talk about the, um, the, 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 apparently Ohio Athletic Association 
can't get enough uh, official officials 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 for their leagues. Ohio Ohio High School Athletic Association um, because parents are driving them away because parents are too mean at basketball games. So throw I them think, out. Oh, uh, so I think I'm going to talk to Michelle and I, I might sign up to be a basketball official and I'll be the best basketball official of all times. But what I, instead I'm going to I'm going to talk if you about didn't do that. What? How are you going to do this and that? That's a good question. We'll think that through. But anyways, um, <laughs> but instead, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this this guy who called the cops uh, because of a bathroom situation. I'm just gonna go ahead and play the clip for you. Scary moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Police responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments, and that man told police he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was, quote, uh, fixing to blow it up, but had no intention of causing a panic. man also told police others in the room laughed, understanding his joke, which I'm just now getting. (laughs) Home Depot says they will not be pressing charges. But I can tell you right now, you asked the producer. Was this recent? Because I read a story like this weeks ago. I just saw it on Facebook this week. Just Hold curious. on. Hold on. Let's see. Some scary moments. Let's see if there's a date on this. It says last Thursday. Hmm. Maybe they just caught wind of it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> caught wind of it. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what you did there? I'm not going to call the cops, all right? Because poop, poop joke. I understand poop jokes. So, uh, moral of the story, if you go to Home Depot and somebody makes a poop joke, don't call the cops. Or anytime anyone says they're going to blow the bathroom up, it just means they're going to have a gross... A Mondo Duke. A gross, gross... Could be a Mondo Duke, in the words of those guys. With that said, I don't know that we have anything else. I think think we're done here. No, we do have something. What's in that fridge? Well, that too. We'll play that. Hold on, let's play that. Yeah. It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. What is in Ed's fridge? That was a good one. Um, but we've been excited about this all night. We also have um our T-shirt giveaway. Oh, did you run the numbers? I'm gonna run them right here on the air. So what I've done is. I've used random number generators, so I've, I counted. I have 24 people who did screenshots and sent it to us. So I have an Excel file pulled up here, and in column one, I have random numbers. All right, in between zero and 24, because we had 24 screenshots. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all those names, put them into a randomizer, randomize them. Then copy and paste them into Excel, Excel spreadsheet, and whatever name ends up next to the one. Is the winner? Huh? Yeah, that's Don't what I'm gonna have do. Just a random number picker, and you can put up to twenty-four numbers in. Dude, this is this is gonna be so much better. Okay. <laughs> all right. So all the names are in there. I'm gonna hit random. Okay, they're randomized. Now I'm gonna copy, Control C. I'm gonna put them into this spreadsheet, and Control V. And then no, we got to do that again. <laughs> Michelle, I love you, but I can't let you win that T-shirt. No. So, let's hit the random button again. (laughs) I think this is fair for all our listeners. Like, oh, yeah, really? Ed's wife won? Who's going to be making it? Yeah, her. her. Just make her one anyway. Well, looks like our number one is Chris Powell. Well, here we are. Can we... Can we just not have someone in one of our families? That's a good point. Let's do this again. <laughs> Let's make sure it's somebody that's not in our family. Chris, sorry. We'll, you know, give me $5. I'll give you one. Um, <laughs> okay. You were legally obligated. If you are a family member of the part of the punctuation host, then you cannot win. Hold on one second here. I feel like we're doing this fair. Did you did you drink that beer yet? I did. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so good. You want to tell me about it? So, while you're looking that all up, the beer we have tonight has a cartoon picture of Ric Flair. Ric 
give you two pounds and a rip down. He's holding two Holtman donuts. Is it Holtman, right? Yeah, Holtman collaboration. Holtman, Holtman red velvet donuts. It is a red velvet red velvet stout. Nine percent alcohol by volume. That's not good. Nope. Um, it's delicious. It's by Streetside Brewery, which is a Cincinnati brewery here. Um, I'm not sure where they're located. You gotta be kidding me! How did Michelle win again? Oh my God, you're the worst. Can we hit <laughs> random again? <laughs> um, this literally tastes like a red velvet donut. It's one of the most delicious beers I think I've ever had. Is it? It kills the uh, one we had last week, the black raspberry. Yes. That was that black raspberry chocolate chip, right? Yep. I'm here to. I'm here to say. I'm putting my flag down. Mother. Is this randomizing? It keeps giving me Michelle. <laughs> Let's hit this button four or five times. And then next I'm going to take Michelle's name out. Yep. That seems about the best course of if action. If this doesn't work. We got a winner. We got a winner. Uh, it's a Miss Sam Myers. Sam Myers. It's a, it's a girl I work with. All right. We did it. We got there. So the reason why I'm, she kept telling me all week, like, you're going to pick my name, right? You're going to pick my name, right? And I was like, nope, it's going to be randomized. I'm not going to just pick your name. That's against the Ohio lottery rules. Well, you picked several names later. Well, I picked Michelle a lot. And Chris. And Chris. But again. We got there. Never again do the name randomizer. Only do. The I thought num- this would be super simple and easy. Only do the number randomizer. Yeah, we'll just do that next time. All right. What do you think of that beer? Oh, I've had it already. It's pretty good. Yep. It's not one that you want to down or anything, but nope. Like you ever sip? It's like a we call it like a dessert beer. It is definitely like a, dessert a dessert beer. Beer. All right. Ooh, there's that red velvet. Yep. Dang, that's a good beer. The aftertaste is fantastic. That's a good beer. That's a good beer. Brick flare drip go. Woo! Alright. So I think I think that's it. I think we're done here. I think I think we've done it all. We we are finished. I'm gonna make With sure that, I copy and paste this into our comments so people see that uh, she really did win. <laughs> I'm Aaron. He's Ed. We out.